Today we're going to talk about self-confidence and I'm going to share with you five ways, five specific ways that you can build your self-confidence. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Let's start by defining what self-confidence is. Self-confidence is an attitude. It's also a feeling as well as a belief. It's a belief in yourself that you are capable, that you are worthy, that you are enough, just as you are. It's an acceptance of who you are. It's the courage to know yourself, believe in yourself, and to act on those beliefs. Self-confidence helps you to embrace your being and it helps you to accept and love yourself just as you are. Accepting that you are enough just as you are, that you don't have to do anything, right? When I talk about taking off or hanging up your superwoman cape, it's because we try to do everything. We try to be everything to everyone and we end up losing ourselves in that because we, we have this belief That if we do more, if we continue to fill our schedule, fill our days with with things and constantly striving to do more and do more and do more, which leads us to like burnout and being totally overextended, that we will finally prove our worth. Well, when we have self-confidence... We don't need to fill our schedules. You're going to hear my dog. We have a pug and he's so noisy and he's just ran into the office here. So he's going to be snoring and grunting and doing everything a pug does. So excuse me for that. (laughs) Excuse, excuse my pug. But, um, so when you have self-confidence, you don't feel that need to have to fill your days. To have to do everything and be everything to everyone and to fill your schedule and to have a to-do list that's a mile long. Because you are confident that your, your worth is no longer tied to the roles that you play or the things that you do or the tasks that you do. You take back that worth and you own it. And it's not attached to any of the roles that you play. It's, it's simply attached to your existence. You are worthy in and of itself and you are more, you are enough and you are more than enough as you are. And that's what we're talking about when I say, let's build that self-confidence. Let's take back that worth and let's own it and let's grow it. So the first way that I'm going to share with you today is becoming aware of those self-defeating thoughts and the ineffective behaviors. Much of what I talk about has to is based on the cognitive behavioral model. And what this is, is based on the premise of that your thoughts, your feelings, 
and your actions, your thoughts and emotions and actions or behaviors are all interconnected. That one depends on the other, one influences the others, and that it's a cycle. It's the cycle that perpetuates that we need to interrupt because at times your thoughts, your emotions, or your behaviors could be ineffective and could no longer and are no longer serving you. And these are all based on the beliefs that you hold. Beliefs about yourself, about others, about the world around you. And so through coaching, through therapy, through self-reflection, you can interrupt that cycle, that feedback loop and counteract it and, and make it and change it so that your emotions, your thoughts and your and your behaviors are serve, will serve you, right? These are based on what's going on right now. The thoughts that you're having are influencing the way you feel. And these are also influencing your behaviors. Once you can break into that feedback loop and interrupt it, then you can change the way you think, feel, and act. But it all starts with becoming aware of this. And how do you become aware of this? Well, through acts of self-discovery. And really, therapy is great. Journaling is great. Talking with people. Doing various exercises that I teach in my coaching programs. These are the things that help you get at and become aware of what's going on. Those deeper thoughts, those underlying beliefs, how you're feeling. We tend to we tend to just grab onto a handful of emotions like happy, sad, excited, bored, you know, and, and those are the emotions that we use, the descriptive words that we use to describe how we're feeling. Well, I got news for you. There are hundreds of ways you can feel. All you got to do is simply look at your emojis on your phone and you'll see that there's lots of different emotions that we can feel. And becoming aware of what we're feeling, what's going on inside of us. How are we feeling? Putting a word to the feeling that we are feeling and then asking ourselves, what thought, what were we thinking that would have led us to feeling this emotion? And then what are the consequences? What are the behaviors that are resulting from how you're feeling? So becoming aware of those self-defeating thoughts, those ineffective behaviors, those emotions that are no longer serving you, becoming aware of all that is one of the ways that you can begin to build the self-confidence, begin, begin shifting those underlying beliefs that are fueling your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. It's like you can't solve a problem unless you, you know that it is a problem. Same thing here. You can't change the way you think, feel, and act unless you first become aware of how you think, feel, and act. And then once you gain that awareness, then you can start shifting and start interrupting the feedback loop. Second way 
to build self-confidence is to practice acts of confidence with small achievable goals. We talk about stepping into your best self. Rome was not built in a day. So it's important to scale back a bit. Ask yourself, where do you want to be in 10 years, five years, one year, one month, right? Like start breaking down those bigger goals, scaling back and sure you're keeping that big picture in mind, but then scaling back and bringing it into small, actionable steps. Goals are built by habits, by taking consistent action towards your goals. And so how can you take those big dreams of yours, of where, how you see yourself living, the big vision, and bringing it back into small, manageable steps that you can begin taking today. And when you start taking those small steps and succeeding and recognizing that you can do this, those, those, that, those little successes will build your confidence. You will get that, I can do this. I can do this. And then the more, the, the more times you can take those tiny steps, the more success you have succeeding at taking those small, small steps, that's going to help build your confidence as you progress toward your goals. So a coach, me, <laughs> or whatever coach you choose, but hopefully you choose to work with me if you choose if you feel that a coach would be helpful, could help you, that's what we do. We help you become aware of your big picture, of your big overarching goal, and help you extract small, manageable action steps that you can begin taking today that will move you towards that bigger vision. Third step, or third, that's not a third step, but third way that will help you, third way to build self-confidence is to practice self-care. I know I feel like I'm always preaching this, but we have to take care of ourselves. When you start taking care of yourselves, this is interrupting, right? It's that behavior. You're changing the behaviors that you're doing, the actions that you're doing. Sometimes you might not feel that you have the time or you might not want to get out and move your body or prepare yourself a healthy meal or spend time meditating. But when you force yourself to do just small acts of self-care, it builds success. It builds that confidence because you start taking care of yourself. You start taking pride in yourself. And you start realizing the effects, the positive effects of taking care of yourself. You spend five minutes in a meditation in the morning. That's spiritual self-care. That's also emotional self-care. And you are going to start benefiting by just, just the fact of meditating and spending some time in quiet and inner, inner 
inner reflection or introspection. Is that the word? Introspection. <laughs> I don't know if that's the word. But just by doing that act of self-care, it's going to be rewarding. It's going to offer you that reward, the benefits. And that's going to, it's going to continue to build on itself. You're going to want to do it more. And just like I had talked about in the beginning, how the behaviors, the emotions, and your thoughts are all interlinked, you start acting by, you start interrupting that loop by doing a different behavior, which if you're not used to doing self-care, you start introducing acts of self-care. That's going to interrupt that loop. It's going to create different thoughts. It, of course, it's going to influence the underlying belief. You're going to start believing that you are worthy. You are worthy of focusing on because you are taking the action that shows that you are worthy of focusing on by implementing self-care into your life. So practicing self-care is your third way of building self-confidence. Number four, focus on your strengths, your gifts, and your talents. When we're always focusing on the negative, which, by the way, we have a negativity bias. We are, for our own safety, like when we were, like I'm talking evolution, like we're running from saber-toothed tigers. We are automatically made to go towards the negative for our own protection. Right, you're not, we're not, our caveman ancestors weren't looking at the saber-toothed tiger saying like, oh, what pretty colors. No, we were, for our own survival, we were made to think we're going to get eaten. So we're, we're constantly, our brain is built to go towards the negative. So it takes work to focus on the positive. So you need to do those acts of self-discovery and, and self-introspection to be able to identify what are your gifts, what are your strengths, what are you good at, what are your talents, what is good about you. And to do that work daily so that you can constantly have that focus, constantly put it in your face. These are the good things about me. Because we are our own worst critic, and it is a natural tendency to focus on what you're doing wrong. And so you've got to interrupt that by focusing on what you do right. What are you good at? What are your strengths? Taking the time to write those down. To ask people. Send an email out to those people that you know, those people in your circle, and say, what, can, what are three things, three words that describe me? What are three things that I'm good at? Because sometimes it's easier for other people to see it and you're right there so you might not be able to see it because you've been so drawn to the negative things about you and the critical things. Being so self-critical that in order to interrupt that, that loop, you might have to ask an outside source, what do they see that's good about you? And add that to your list. And the more you review that list, build grow on that list like build that list and focus on those lists that's going to help you become more confident and we also tend to notice the things that 
are negative. And so shifting your attention to those things that are positive, you can start in addition to just collecting a list of your strengths and your talents and your gifts, start collecting a list of evidence that supports all of those. When things happen that you're like, hey, I was good at, you know, that, that showed that I was, this was my strength. I'm, I can never think under pressure. That's why I have notes. But like, if something happens that exemplifies or demonstrates that you have a certain strength, keep, put that down. Take note. Start collecting the evidence because there's going to be plenty of evidence that goes against that and that's what you've been focusing on. But there's even more evidence that you've been ignoring, you've been filtering out that supports those strengths and gifts and talents. And so start collecting that, writing it down, saying it out loud, do affirmations, start drawing your attention. What you focus on increases. And so start putting your attention on the good things. And then number five, the fifth way to build self-confidence is to give yourself credit when you think, feel, or act confident. When you are dressed up and you are feeling confident, you are feeling like you believe in yourself, maybe you've gotten a special recognition at work, or you, feel, you look in the mirror and you are feeling good, you're feeling that confidence, Take a minute to wallow in that. Give yourself credit. Say, I am a confident woman. Every Monday in the Facebook group, I put an affirmation. Start collecting them. Start writing them down, saying them daily. You may not believe it at first, but the more you say it and the more you'll internalize it. The more you say it out loud and, and just take that minute to wallow in it and to feel it, that all goes towards. Now, that's not, that's only, the affirmations are only one part of the process of shifting those beliefs in yourself and building that self-confidence, but it's an important part. But to giving yourself that credit, when credit is due, when you are, when you think a thought that is confident, that a confident woman would think. Or if you take it, if you act, if you take an action that is something a confident woman would do, give yourself that credit. When you close your eyes and you envision yourself as confident, as fully confident in yourself, who do you see? I want you to embrace that woman because that's who you are becoming. The more you go through these steps, the more you do these things that I talked about today, the more you, the, the sooner you will become that woman, that confident woman that you dream of becoming. And let me ask you this, what would you do? How would your life be different if you were indeed that woman? If you had the courage to believe in yourself, what would be different about your life? What would you do differently? Who would you be? How would your life be different? That's a great journal entry. Take a moment and just write that down. 
Let yourself become that confident woman and write about how your life would be. That goes back to being aware, becoming aware of who you want to be and then taking the steps to move towards that person, towards that woman. This month, I have a special promotion I'm running on, it's for my Moms Without Capes Inner Circle. I would love to have you as part of our group. It's my exclusive membership only for moms. My promotion is you get 11 days of trial membership for just $11. You will get access to the Unstoppable Self-Growth Book Club, that means you get to engage in the discussions. Whether or not you read the book, you will learn so much about yourself. You get access to my content library, which includes quick win trainings, resources, tools, trackers, all of that. You also get a discount to any of my courses and workshops. Plus, you get an amazing community of moms where I hold social events in real time so that you can connect and network with other moms. All of this you get for just $11. So if you're interested, I'll put the post below this video for you to check it out. You just go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash inner dash circle. I also have a program that's coming up. I haven't officially launched it yet, but it's the Confident Mom Experience. And this is a program that's gonna help you embrace your enoughness. I'm gonna teach you, using cognitive behavioral strategies, how to ditch the perfectionism, the people-pleasing, the procrastination, all of these things that you may be doing right now. I'm gonna teach you how to move past that and embrace being enough, simply being enough. If you're interested in finding more out about that, send me a DM and I'll get you the link so that you can check it out and we can, we can schedule a time to talk about it and to see if that's a program that would help you step into your best self. When I launch it first, I think I'm gonna do like a beta program where you get special pricing in return for like some feedback and to help me develop the program more fully. But for now, I'm just working on developing it. Um, so if you're interested, let me know. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.